So, uh, homies, I got a nifty little skill I'm going to teach all of you now that I want you to put on your resumes henceforth, okay? Uh, Q, I believe this is a skill that you and I have unfortunately had to exercise a time of two. And uh, dare I say, it has come in handy. Hmm. Mayhaps not in the professional world as much as one would deem necessary, but mayhaps more in the social light. Uh, earlier today, I found myself conversing, as I do, with another human being, right? Um, I didn't want to. I felt rather introverted in this moment. But hey, it happens, you know, it happens. Even, even for the introverts out there, even for extroverts, you're like, man, I don't want to talk to this fuck. But hey, sometimes it happens, you know. And they're not bad, you're just, you don't want to talk. But in those moments, the skill I want to teach you is, in this moment for me, going to my experience today, I was talking to you with a nice lady at the bank, you know, doing a little bank run, like I tend to do, you know, um, not, not often, but for my job, it's required. And, um, uh, you know, we were discussing, and she was talking about how she's such a fan of, of all these new movies coming out. She loves, like, how... Some of the movies are even connected to the streaming services. And then that was a, a mm. key concept. And I was like, oh, so you're probably talking about, like, the Marvel properties and, like, even, like, the, the Star Wars properties. And she goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and she asked me, Q, that bold question of, oh, so what do you think of those? Right? Which is fairly safe because, hey, homies, believe it or not, I would dare argue that we're fans of that shit. <laughs> Five years later, I, I would dare summarize all these episodes by saying, I like this. So what I'm getting to, the skill I'm about to teach, however, homies, is I was about to explain how, yeah, I'm into the Marvel stuff, but homies, you guys know, uh, you guys know me pretty well, and I, I have not been very merciful in this approach, and I do not apologize for it. But I'm not a big Star Wars guy. You know? it, mm -hmm. it just ain't my flavor. You know, uh, I, I ain't crazy about that bit. But... Before I could answer, before I could answer, this woman, and, and notice, homies, in the moment, I sensed the need to not have podcast superhero homie Kevin at the lock and loaded. I needed my, my inner Clark Kent to surface. I needed the watered down version because I could tell this lady wasn't going to keep up with the nerdisms. All right. She, she wasn't right, going to know right. the no, you know, uh, you know, so. I respond to her simply. I, I purposely say, and this is the skill where I actually utilize my, my skill I'm teaching. Oh, yeah, I like the Marvel movies. Tell me what you think about them. Do you catch what I did there? You catch what mm -hmm. you knew what I did there. I reflected that shit right back. <laughs> I said, no, you set the expectation of this conversation right the fuck now because I'm not going to offend or make awkward this moment, mm -hmm. right? And now normally you can give a fuck if you offend someone, and that's cool. You know, I can understand that energy, but this is my banking lady. Like, I'm just trying to get in and get the fuck out, all right? I'm not trying to prolong this conversation. She's nice. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. But in this moment, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I like them. Yeah, uh, tell me what you think about them. What's up? And she goes, oh, I love them all. I think they're amazing. And she starts to talk up all the new shit. Mm -hmm. She says stuff like, and you know... Like shows like The Mandalorian, Obi Wan, uh, what's what's the other one? Help me out. Um, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. She loved them all. She thought they were better than the originals, and that's where I said, 
I'm glad I let you set the conversation. Because <laughs> if I said anything, uh, I would have said the dog shit. And this would have been an awkward moment. But instead, I can just play it off. Because at the end of the day, I know it's going to make a funny story that I can say for the opening of the show. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. Uh, and so I held on to that moment, homies, because I wanted you to know, in those moments when you know you're talking to a normie and you're mm-hmm. about to exude upon them why something is dog shit or why something is amazing and valuable and golden, where you can actually say, well, wait a minute, before I, I fucking unleash the fire hose on these innocent people, let me reflect back and say, yeah, I, I like that stuff. What do you think about it? Yeah. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're welcome, homies. Put that shit on your resume. <laughs> that is not bad at all. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, my personal tactic is uh, it's a little uh, politician-like as well. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, except. That's fair. That's a fair assumption. <laughs> yeah. Except mine is maybe a. Might as maybe a bit more not not harsh no not harsh at all but a bit more uh, maybe maybe curt uh, because sure. it doesn't open up the opportunity for them to respond <laughs> but okay. it's but it's very short concise and to the point so among the works uh, among the workplace work gets around a lot and so uh, most of my coworkers know that I have a podcast where we talk about superhero shit all the time sure and uh, so you know every once in a while uh, the um, the topic does arise. So, hey, have you seen such and such movie? Uh, what you think of it? And so, like, the thing of it is, is that whether I love the movie, dislike the movie, or if I'm in between on it, yeah, or the TV show or what have you, uh, I've I've come to uh, just give a a very uh, brief blanket statement. Again, very politician like, and. Uh, and to put it, you just to put it period. <laughs> what did you think of this uh, latest movie? Cute. I plead the fifth. You know, I say, you know, it had some uh, had some really cool moments in it, man. I thought it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Mm. And uh, you know, you make sure that you put a period on the end of that shit. You know, see, and, you couldn't do that to me though. Like I would know what the fuck that meant because you know me exactly. Yeah, that's that's fair. Your coworkers like know the work you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so that's always, uh, you know, kind of my go-to. Yo, dog, what'd you think of that Ragnarok movie, bruh? You like that shit? That was a really cool movie, man. See, and it works in a situation. That situation, you know, it has a lot of fun moments, man. It was really cool. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> easy. And easy, easy. That's literally a one-word summary of our entire episode about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. And now it's funny because there are certain situations where people ask me, like, uh, my opinions on, like, specific movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's kind of funny. Um, and, like, in, in one sitting, like, almost in one meeting, uh, uh, two different coworkers asked me about two different movies uh, about, like, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Jurassic World Dominion, and this was like unintentional comedic gold, uh, because you know uh, I gave my response about one, and it was like you know uh, it had some fun moments in it, but it really wasn't for me. I didn't think it was that good, hmm. uh, and I basically gave the same response for both movies. <laughs> 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 and so uh, a few days later, a coworker she comes up to me, she goes. I need you to take back what you said about that movie. It was really good, and, and I go <laughs> that shit bothered her. Yeah, and I go. Which movie are we talking about? Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't fucking know. <laughs> Which movie was she talking about? Which She's one? She's talking about Jurassic World. Nah, nah, yeah, nah. yeah. Don't that <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I was like, she yeah. said, "I'm offended." Days <laughs> yes. later, yes. I have thought about, and your 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 opinion 
as little as it was of this movie, has right. taken root it's in my taken, mind. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you need to apologize for what you said. And I said, yeah, I really love the part when Chris Pratt held out his arms to stop the dinosaurs. That part was really cool again. You're right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting always kind of uh, talking with the uh, the quote-unquote normies about, uh, you know, movies. Around it. They know. <laughs> do they, though? I don't know. I feel like some of them do. I feel like some, some of, them of them probably do. Some of them probably call themselves like, oh, I'm, I'm a Marvel movie fan. You know, it's they interesting, man, because um, movie. Um, because a lot of them now call themselves nerds. And I don't want to be one to gatekeep. Uh, that right. is that is typically a, a bad term. Although, I'm not going to lie. I think that in certain cases, gatekeeping has its place. <laughs> Uh, but you know, a lot of them uh, call refer to themselves as nerds. What do you mean you won't let me in the first class? How dare you? <laughs> what do you mean I didn't pay for it? Yeah. Well, it's more like uh, in terms of okay, maybe we should gatekeep in terms of who the fuck gets to write these movies and or comic books because this yeah. shit ain't working out. Yeah. Yeah. See that that's not gatekeeping as much as qualifying. <laughs> that, well, that's like you yeah you one would you, think. you would think yeah 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 that, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is interesting seeing. Um, it is also kind of interesting seeing what the normies think because, like, you guys drive what comes out next. You know, yeah. if you guys like something that you know the hardcores would consider to be uh, dribble mm. or drab, then it doesn't really matter. We're gonna get more of that because yeah. you guys love it. Mm-hmm. Now, if if you guys don't, then there would be a paradigm shift. Uh, and so I kind of feel like we're in the midst of, uh, of, of, of being on a paradigm shift. It's interesting always seeing, uh, you know, because it's, it's always a domino effect with the normies. It's like one, one person will say something to a normie that would get through and that normie would then say it to other normies. And then they'd be like, yeah, you're right. There is too much comedy or there is too much whatever. Right. Or the CG has kind of declined. Or they'll say whatever, whatever. So we are thinking the same thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you see that there's a domino effect. And it even happened with comic books. As a matter of fact, you were out of town. I told this to the homies, uh, Oz and Caleb. Okay. And I'll make this really quick, really brief here. But, um, you know, it comes as no surprise that uh, Marvel, uh, DC also is, is very bad about this too, but uh, Marvel has originally had the, the latest comic book blunder. And for me, when I saw this particular blunder, I just kind of rolled my eyes and kept it moving because I've seen them do similar shit before. Okay. Like, it's nothing new for me. I've seen them do the same pony before. Uh, and what what happened was um, they came up with the, uh, another What If comic book, and it was basically What If Miles Morales was Thor. Uh, and, and basically, they it, it kind of uh, also transformed... Um, his section of uh, Harlem to uh, um, to Asgard, yeah, and whatnot, and there was just it was just like every kind of mid two thousands black stereotype combined put into one comic book, uh, you know, just yeah, and you know, it kind of just referenced something that we've said before about how they have no idea what real representation is. And so when they try, it comes off as offensive. And this, this is just another case of it. Yeah. Another very severe case of it. And then, you know, I gave examples on a previous podcast about what this particular comic book did, but the reason why this one in particular is so, uh, uh, kind of ironic and so funny in it to an extent 
is because this was the one that finally got backlash from the fans. This was the one Good. where, yeah, where people yeah. finally said, hey, no, no, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it got a lot of backlash to the point where the person who wrote it uh, had to come out and apologize for it. And I'm like, this is progress. It is. Yeah. Should the editor <laughs> who fucking approved that come yep. out and apologize? I dare say, yeah. You know, we spoke about that too, man, because we were like, it's, it's one thing for somebody to write this, but for it to go all the way down the chain of command and to be right. approved is something else entirely. But then I theorized, maybe... I'm giving this writer too much flag. Maybe the editors were the ones who told him, hey, we want this kind of vibe. Mm. You know? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows what happens around the Yeah. Curtain. I do got to ask, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I don't mean... Fuck it. Um, who is the writer? I forget his name. He's one that I don't was think it? you'd be familiar with. I'm, I wasn't that familiar with his oh, work. Yeah. Was it a white guy? Uh, so he is half Jewish and half uh, Mexican, I believe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He he gives the type of energy that he probably doesn't know black people in real life. That's and yeah, uh, that, that's kind of what I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting down. I'm glad you're picking it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he also gave the the energy that. Uh, I'm assuming he also didn't show any of his black co-workers that material either. It's also what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and then the other very kind of sad thing is that uh, sometimes I feel like people forget that Miles Morales is also half Puerto Rican. Yep. <laughs> and I, I love the black representation of Miles Morales. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think that part is excellent. But I'm like, uh, I mean, hell... Well, you're a comic book writer. So it was like you should at least know, like previously, how he was written. Right. Uh, but even yeah. even if somehow you don't know how he's written in the comic books, I'm like, have you seen Into the Spider Verse where he sometimes speaks Spanish, or have you played the exactly the game? Like his mom speaks Spanish. Yeah, in his, all of this. Yeah, his mom yeah. Is, is is you know full Puerto Rican, you know. So yeah. Um, and not to go off on another tangent, man, but I remember when the first Into the Spider Verse trailer came out. Um. There was an interesting kind of, uh, I don't want to say uproar, maybe debate is another word. And uh, I just kind of sat my happy ass on the side and kind of watched like the tennis ball go back and forth. Uh, but it was it was about uh, Miles Morales's hair and how they changed his hair uh, from the first movie to the second. And, uh, you know, there was a group of people who said, well, you know, he's, he's older now, so yeah, his hair is different. There are other people who say, oh man, they... It changed his hair, he, you know. Now he, he doesn't like he doesn't have the hair of a black person anymore. And then there are other people who say, "Well, he's also had Puerto Rican, so that needs to be represented too." And I'm like, "This is what fucking happens when you put too much energy and effort into the wrong shit." Yeah. Uh, and now we have people arguing about the hair of Miles Morales. And meanwhile, there's me, there's me, an intellectual thinking, "How does he fit that underneath the mask?" <laughs> <laughs> there's the real problems. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's interesting, man. Um, uh, it's always interesting with, with stuff like that, but, uh, one more thing, then we'll get this show started proper. Uh, a little bit of good news here. Uh, you probably have seen this. We posted it on the page and that is, uh, Ben Affleck is returning as Batman in Aquaman too. Hell yeah. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, that is great news. I saw a, a hilarious meme earlier. 
concerning it. And this says something to the effect of, uh, you know, Ben Affleck, he's been vacationing in Paris for a while now. Uh, I think he just got engaged to J-Lo. Uh, I mean, so, yeah, the man's winning right now. Uh, but uh, the meme says something like, the man comes back from Paris and is immediately casted again as Batman in Aquaman 2. That's the most Bruce Wayne thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh and uh, yeah, so that is uh, definitely great news, man. It, it gives me, you know, uh, you know, something else to look forward to in Aquaman too. So I think that'd be uh, an awesome thing to see there. So we're really looking forward to that, um, man. We have a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of content coming up here that we're gonna have to get into. Yeah. It's funny, like I thought that we were, well, we are done with the summer movie peak. And that always keeps us busy, you know. Uh, we just recently had Umbrella Academy and The Boys and Thor and, and Doctor Strange, and, you know. So we had a lot really keeping us busy. And then I thought we were going to kind of hit a lull, but here we are coming up and we have She-Hulk, we have Harley Quinn, we have Sandman. Uh, all these shows are coming, I believe, this week. Uh, or or uh, She-Hulk will be coming within like the next week and a half, two weeks. And uh, so here we are again. Uh, gonna have another kind of uh, full schedule of content to review coming up here. Uh, but with that being said, we we'll go ahead and get this show started proper. Homies, one and all, welcome back to the Superhero Homies podcast. My name is Quentin, and as always, I am here with the homie Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? Uh, for those of you who listened in last week, uh, I'm very grateful that you did. Cannot wait for us to break down part two. For those of you who haven't and you don't know what we're talking about, feel free to keep listening if you so wish. Totally cool. Just know that this is part two of a two-parter episode technically and that it would greatly benefit you if you go back and listen to part one as well. Yep. You can do it afterwards, uh, especially if you listen to part two and think, but wait, my, my favorite movie didn't get mentioned. <laughs> you know, this this episode might be very beneficial. Yes. Yep. Indeed. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll definitely say this. If your favorite villain is not on the list that we read today, then maybe we're not the podcast for you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got a, a short explanation yep. for you? <laughs> Unless it's abomination, in which case you get a pass. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about... Fucking abomination, man! Abominating. He, yeah, he abominated, man. He did. He really yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Uh, so what we're doing here, guys, if you couldn't tell by the title, and if you weren't here last week, like Kevin said, uh, we are continuing ranking the MCU villains. And again, these are just the movie villains. And for the movies that have multiple villains, all with the exception of Iron Man 2, we're just doing the main villain from each movie. And the only reason right. we're doing we're doing two villains from Iron Man 2 isn't because the movie is super spectacular or anything, but it has two very distinct villains that damn near work independently of, of one another. Right. Um, but with that being said, we had a, uh, a, a total list of uh, 29 villains and uh, we covered the first, uh, what the first 15 in, uh, in episode one. Yeah. And uh, so we'll be doing uh, the remainder of them. We'll leave with 13. Right. Yeah. Is that how math works? Uh, yes. I believe that we had discussed that we were going to do them in groups of five, five, and, and three. The top three. In the top three. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, before we get started, should we uh, do another brief rundown of uh, 
the uh, the previous rankings to catch yeah, homies up? let's go ahead and do that. That would be beneficial. Uh, and then, again, even though we're did giving you the, uh, the, the quick, uh, you know, Dragon Ball narrator mm-hmm. uh, catch-up session here, feel free to still, however, listen to part one to, ex- to listen to our uh, explanations and our reasonings. Right. So, number 29, Ghost. Number 28, Yon-Rog. Number 27, Icarus. Number 26, Taskmaster. Number 25, Yellow Jacket. Number 24, Malekith. Number 23, Aldrich Killian. Number 22, Cassilius. Number 21, Hela. Number 20, Zemo. Number 19, Whiplash. Number 18, Ronin the Accuser. Number 17, Ego the Planet. Number 16, Gore the God Butcher. And at number 15, Abomination. 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 Man, <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Yeah. He muscled his way through. That he did. <laughs> he did what he does. He did what he does, yeah. Um, you know, there was something uh, something interesting here that I also wanted to to kind of take note of here. Because, uh, you, know, you know, we only have 13 names, so I don't think it's going to take us too terribly long. But there was sure, sure. an interesting kind of experiment I wanted to do here to kind of you know, just I wanted to see if this says anything about the list in our in our thinking here. Okay, and that is looking at the villains that we have here. Hmm. I wanted to see which phase each villain has fallen into so far compared ah, to what we have left. That now, now you're thinking with your fucking science lab coat <laughs> on, man. Now we're getting it. All right, so good call. Uh, ghost, what phase? That is phase three. Okay. Yon Rog. That is phase three. Icarus. That's phase four. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, I'm already sensing a pattern here. <laughs> this experiment is yielding amazing results <laughs> and very minimal work. Someone call science. Yeah, someone call science. Uh, taskmaster. <laughs> uh, phase four. Uh, I know a boy, uh, Yellow Jackets phase two. Phase two. Yep. Hmm. Okay. That's a, a rare one. Malkith. Oh, that's phase uh, two. Also phase two. Yep. Aldrich Killian. That's he a, is uh, also phase two. Okay. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Cassilius. Phase That's two? phase two, right? Yeah. Doctor yeah. Strange came out before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so phase, phase two. two. Wow. Wow. I'm... I'm sensing a pattern, but Hella, that's phase three. That is or phase three or four. It's it's Ragnarok. Uh no, that was still pre infinity. It War. was pre infinity. Yeah. But was it part of phase three? Yeah. Well wait, what was phase four? Icarus, yeah, it had, yeah, it has to be phase yeah, three. Yeah, phase yeah. three. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We're overthinking it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Zemo. Uh that's our that's phase, phase two. two. Whiplash. That's uh, phase that's one. A one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had Aldrich Keeley in phase two, my friend. Yeah, he was in Iron Man three. That was the first movie in phase two. No, I'm sorry. It's Whiplash and Justin Hammer. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So phase one, the first phase one. In the entire list, my that says something. Yeah, that yeah. does. That that, yeah. that actually, I'm not even trying to joke right now. Does say something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next is Ronan the Accuser, and that's a phase two. That's phase two. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Ego the Planet, that's a phase that three. That'd be phase three, yeah. yeah. The, uh, gore, that's a four. Phase four, yeah. And Abomination, phase one. Almost phase zero, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that says something, dude. Phase one only had two villains on a list of yeah. uh, now, 14. Statistically speaking, phase one is the smallest phase. Never mind, 15. True, it is the smallest phase. But, like, I wonder, like, percentile speaking, though, does it still have less than the other phases? So, okay. First of all, uh, which phase so far has the most, like, in in this bottom portion? Phase two, for sure. One, two, three, four. Five, six, six out of fifteen. Um, so, um, give me a second. Wow! 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 Yeah. So two, and then uh, phase two is one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six of those, and then phase three is one, two, uh, three, four, and then phase four is also. Phase four no. is three, three, right? Yes, phase three. Okay. So, yeah, that's 15. Yep, that makes sense. So yep. it's two out of 15 for phase one. Or no, two. That's not fair. So how many phase one villains are there? Uh, since we used two for Iron Man 2, that would be seven villains. No, it's still only to be six because Loki was used twice. Right. So wait, where's Loki falling? Is he phase one with us? Yeah, he's phase one. Okay. okay. So, Okay. Um, cool. I have to notate that myself to know which Loki to pick from. Gotcha. Um, because it's unfair to judge this phase one Loki based off of the newer shit. So, right. Yeah. Um, which actually really helps with deciding where he falls. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, because I got to be honest, like, if we use current incarnations, Zemo might, do, he, he would have done better for me. He would have done better as well yeah. for me, and Loki would have done worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without a, without an argument. Uh, okay, so that means in phase one, and Whiplash was a phase one. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So um, one, two, and Justin Hammer was also phase one at that same time. Yep. So three, Red Skull four, mm-hmm. um, Obadiah Stane five, Obadiah Stane and Loki. Are you yeah, Loki? I already got him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, literally, like the first five I wrote down phase one. Um, And then uh, you it. already get Red Skull? Yeah. Okay. Obadiah Stane, Whiplash, mm-hmm. Justin Hammer, Loki, Red Skull. And Abom- Abomination as well? Six. Oh, yeah. 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 So one of six. So we had two. So that's literally equating to one-third of phase one was represented right. in the uh, bottom tier, if you will. Now phase two, how many phase two villains are there? Ooh, that gets tricky. That gets trickier. So phase two is um, on this list. We got, so we got Yellow Ultron. Yep. yep, Ultron. Ultron. Yep. Um, Killian. Yep, Killian phase two. Ronan the Accuser. That's also phase two. Yep. Yep. Um, Yon. No. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. That's four so far then in my book. Yep. Um, 
We have Yellow Jacket. That's yep. a phase two. Um, Ego get, the Planet. Yep. Uh, do I get Malekith? Seven. Cassilius. Uh, yep. That's eight. Did Zemo, we count Zemo? Nine. Yep. And Ronan the Accuser. Did you try to count him? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got nine. So six of nine. That's two thirds. Uh, by that science, um, so that's two out of six, and that's six out of nine, just to give myself an gotcha. explanation there. So yeah, one third of phase one was represented in the bottom tier, while two thirds of phase two was represented at the bottom tier. That is fascinating. Yeah. And I don't say that word because it's a cliche word for a science experiment, but <laughs> because it actually is. Right. Um, phase three, how many of those do we got? We got... Let's see. Going so, from the start. Uh, Thanos is not. He's phase three. Thanos is phase three. Yep. yep. Uh, so. No, no, that's uh, what I'm looking for. Yeah, Thanos. Yeah, yep. that's one. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, Killmonger. Okay. I'm, I'm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, Mysterio. Yep. Phase three. Vulture. Phase three. Fuck. He's phase fuck. What phase is, is is homecoming? No. Mysterio's phase four, bro. No no way home ends phase three. I mean uh, far from home, I'm sorry, ends phase three. So Mysterio is phase three. And so is Vulture. Yeah, I was trying to decide yeah, when did Homecoming come out. Okay. Like, that's after Civil War. But is it... If it's after Civil War, then I'm assuming it's got a... Fuck. That's, I have to look that one up. Okay. That, that's the one I'm not sure about. I, I'm assuming yeah. Phase 3 for now, then. So, yeah. that's Thanos, Mysterio, Vulture. Um, Killmonger. That's that's Phase yes, 3. It is Phase 3. That's Phase 3. Uh, Mandarin. Uh, that's Phase 4. Um, yep. Green Goblin, phase four. Phase four. Scarlet Witch. Phase four. Phase four, for sure. And so, so only four. Oh, 100%. No, that's not true. What the fuck? <laughs> what all did I miss? Yon Rog. Mm-hmm. Talking about for phase three? Yeah. So we had uh, Thanos, Mysterio, Vulture, Winter Soldier, no. No, Winter Soldier's Phase 2. Thank you. I'm confusing myself. Fuck. <laughs> um, Yon-Rog, Ghost, Hella, Ego, yeah, and then Killmonger. I believe that's all of them. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's eight. Fuck. Okay. And yeah, for phase yeah, phase three. Yeah. Okay. And how many of those are in here? One, two, three, four. Yep. So well, half of them. Half. So yeah, so far, phase one has won uh the bottom tier. Right. And phase four would be oh my fuck, dude. Um Icarus. Correct. Gore, Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. Goblin, Mandarin. 
yeah. And Taskmaster. Yes. Yes, so six. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we add all these numbers together... Yep. It should be 29. Should be 29. We're good. That's it. That's excellent. Yeah. Wow, that got really confusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> six. And so we have in phase four, one, two, three. Yep, a half. So phase three and four tie. Phase two dominated the bottom tier, which is not a good thing. This is yeah. like golf. You want the smaller number. Right. And phase one only took a third of the bottom tier. And how by, many, by their uh, mathematical comparison. Right, by the mathematical, exactly. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that way, you know, people can't say, well, phase one has the lowest number of movies, so therefore, of course, they have the smallest number in the bottom half. Nope. Only a third of their movies were represented in the bottom tier. Yep. Uh, of their total movies. Right. Indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, and you could say, yeah, phase two had by far the most, correct, what percentage? Phase two was fucking two thirds. Two thirds. So phase three, uh, 50. fifty, uh, half, half. Yep. and phase four, same, half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. That that is that is interesting. Yeah, good experiment. Good yeah, thought. Thank you. Thought. Now now that my brain hurts, right. and we're half an hour deep. Right. Let's get started. We will go ahead and get things uh, started here. Luckily, to save us some time, you and I kind of got very excited because this is. A typically fun episode for us, if you couldn't tell, homies. Right. And we kind of like preemptively picked the next five. Uh, I know I still agree with mine. I was reading it over, and I'm cool with moving on. Well, I may or may not have forgotten mine. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a minute then. You good? You good? Yes. Uh, but I don't think that it will take me long to come up with at least probably four okay. of the bottom five. Um. But yeah, it is interesting now because every time I think that that the next session gets easier, I'm like, it kind of doesn't. It kind of each section has its own particular challenge. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> grouping them at this point is easy, but then filing them in correct order is right. like, oh man, how yeah. many hours we got? Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so putting together the bottom five from what we have left. Yeah. Uh yes, I I think that. I was about to say, I got mine together. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. I feel like everyone does that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's not many waiting musics out there. They really aren't. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to so get I'll my guitar and mix them up. I have my, uh, I have my, I have four of the five. Okay. Uh, that is close enough. I want to hear what your five are. Sure. In no particular order. Mm-hmm. Justin Hammer. Red Skull, Mysterio, Mandarin, and Scarlet Witch. Yep. So, yeah, the only one I didn't have was Scarlet Witch. That's the one that I didn't have. Gotcha. Uh, The rest of them were, yep, they were were all definitely on that list. Did you have a different one instead of Scarlet Witch, or was that your lacking bit? That was the, yeah, that's my lacking bit, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, well, that was easy. Um, now the question is, which one deserves uh, spot number 14? Abomination. 
so so actually, you know, like sell me on Scarlet Witch being in in the uh, in the section. So. So I, I will present because like as soon as you said Scarlet Witch, it kind of forced my brain to come up with one. Sure. If anything else, for argument's sake, I I have I have a, a okay. thought as well. Okay. It, it's got nothing to do with Elizabeth Olsen herself, of course. Just as with many actors and actresses on this list, she is super talented, and obviously she's been doing a great job. It's the utilization of her villainous role that bugs me. Mm. It is, it is, yes. So, of course, this has no relation to the TV show. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't care about WandaVision in this breakdown. This is literally only the movies, as as we've respectively declared a couple times. With Scarlet Witch, the utilization of her is that it's it's a potential scapegoat. Mm. You know? Because it wasn't our Scarlet Witch... It was, that, it, was that, it was our universe Scarlet Witch. Well, no, look, the, the one that did all the actions, like, yeah, it was our Scarlet Witch who, like, puppeteered another Scarlet Witch. But then it was, like, that Scarlet Witch that killed so many of, like, the, the alternate universe heroes, like the Reed Richards, the, the Charles Xavier, you know. And I don't know. I'm talking myself out of it because that's actually kind of creative. I kind of like that. Um, Fuck. I. I thought I had something. No, I lost it. Yeah. Um, no. If I had to, uh, and I hate to do this, man. If I had to put one here on the list, okay, in place of Scarlet Witch, which one? I think it'd actually be it'd be the Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I know that's interesting coming from me because all you guys know that that is. One of, if not my favorite MCU movie, definitely my favorite solo flick. So you have to answer me this then. Yes. Is Scarlet Witch a better villain than when a soldier was? Um, I would say potentially. Uh, and okay. I would say that because of, and, and this is, you know, intrinsically due to who the character of Scarlet Witch is and, and her motivation versus Bucky. And the fact of the matter is, Bucky is essentially an MK Ultra victim. Like he he is the the Soviet boogeyman. Uh, you know he is he he is the coolest, most badass, one note type of villain, which is why you can only have him as a villain in one movie, because you can't run it back. Okay. Um. In terms of like the the depth of the character or the dimensions of his villainous nature, again, that one note is hit perfectly, and he is there literally as a ghost for Steve Rogers, but he's also there as his equal, which works in a very cool fashion. Uh, however, if you look at the fact that with Bucky, he he doesn't have a lot of the components that Scarlet Witch has, uh, there's not that element of loss turned to rage. Um, there's not that element of how the fuck do we stop him? As a matter of fact, it was more of an element for Steve Rogers of how do I get my, my, my friend back? You know, in terms of uh, Wanda, you know, Dr. Strange, it wasn't so much of, okay, well, we, 
there is no getting Wanda back. How do we stop her? Mm, okay. Um, okay, I could buy that. That that sounds pretty pretty logical. Yeah. Um, and it's tough. Yeah, that that is tough. Um, because I like both. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. So let's let's come back to that one. Okay. And work with the ones we already agree with. Because the, the four that we agreed with were Mandarin, Red Skull, Mysterio, and Justin Hammer. Correct. Yeah. Um, who deserves 14 on that list? Well, let's see here. Uh, I, I think I already have a pick. Let me hear personally. it. I'm going to go Mandarin, bro. Yeah. You know, I... Uh... You me... Oh, I, I'm going to read your brain. You're thinking Mandarin, sure, but Mysterio. Because you're not a fan of how he is in the I Hate Tony Stark's Dick fan club. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bingo. Yeah, you, uh, you, you read my brain. Give me that a you did. Give me a fucking brother <laughs> toast right there. Mm-hmm. Fun shit. So... I do understand your point about Mandarin to the point where I almost agreed with you. Okay. Um, I think the reason why I would give it to Mysterio is because I hate the fact that we have a makeshift Iron Man villain in a Spider-Man movie to the point where Mysterio doesn't even, he, he views Spider-Man as, okay, yeah, you're inconvenienced, you're a nuisance. I'm doing this to, spit on the grave of Tony Stark because of how he wronged me. Uh, and it just feels like... Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Is that necessarily the villain's fault or is that the writing's fault? Because the writing of that movie was the whole legacy of Tony Stark train, you know? Yeah. I think they go hand in hand. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, so, and actually, you're arguing the utilization of that villain then and how Mysterio was reduced to cool... You're a kid, and you're capable, but fuck you. I really just want to burn Tony Stark's grave. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that's fair. That's fair. Um, and, you know, not, not, to, not to jump the lead here, but the reason why a, a, a different Spider-Man villain works so much better, even though he's using a similar capacity, is there's a personal component there between said villain and Peter Parker. You're talking about the vulture, of yeah, course. Yeah. No, the vulture had yeah. a great fucking story, mm-hmm. and the thing about that is, it's not one that is grounded in like a, a more like outreaching, fantastical idea. I.e., like I was one of Tony Stark's personal developers, where I worked with all this right. amazing tech, and he just didn't like it. Instead, it was. I'm a blue collar guy. Exactly. Like yeah. this is my job. This right. is how I put food on my table, and Tony Stark took that away from me. Yeah. Like that shit hits every year. Listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then like the magnificent twist in that movie where oh Liz, the kid you're dating, yeah, that's my daughter. That was and, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was that personal component there, man. And um, you know, Vulture felt obviously much less mustache twirling to me than, than Mysterio does. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal does a tremendous job with what he's given. He really hams it up, especially with that, that monologue yeah. that he gives. That was a real kind of 
fine line walking make or break moment for that character. Yeah. Um, when he kind of monologues and we get like, you know, the whole backstory on him. Uh, that was really risky. It, really risky. it was. Yeah. It was. It works, but mm-hmm. I think that's because Jake. Because know? Jake. He's, yeah. he's pretty fucking good, yeah. you know. He made Donnie Darko a pretty fun movie. And otherwise, oh, it's excellent. just a fucking yeah. weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and okay. then, you know, I, I want to give, because you also have to give these characters props, too, because they made it on this half of the movie. They really did. Like, yeah. they became difficult to talk about. Right. Because we like them all to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that needs to be announced here to Ford known. Here to Ford. <laughs> Fuck me. Excuse uh, me. I need to take a nap. <laughs> you know, uh, when you were out of town a month ago or a month and a half ago, uh, that about right. on, uh, I had the homies Oz and Caleb over and uh, we looked at some of my personal favorite superhero movie scenes. And I, I always knew that, okay, I have 10 here. This is plenty and this is going to take up plenty of time. But I know that there are scenes missing that I wanted to include. Mm-hmm. Mysterio scene is one of them. His first fight with Spider-Man where he just mind fucks Peter. Yes, the like, warehouse. Oh, yeah. Dude, so fucking Fantastic. Good. So good. Yeah. That's where, like, a third of the fucking budget went. <laughs> Had to have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a creative utilization of Mysterio's power that was very true to his character. Yeah. It was fantastic. Kevin Feige said, nah, man, get, like, the fucking dollar <laughs> waters and, like, the, the Walmart... Cheese it's for the craft table, right. okay? <laughs> this scene needs that money. <laughs> Don't nobody need no turkey out uh, sandwiches. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean you're getting catering from fucking uh from McAllister's? Yeah, yeah, McAllister's. No, 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 no. Not today. Not today. Now you get that shit from the subway and Walmart, right. okay? <laughs> None of these are sponsors. As a matter of fact. Uh, Fred's wife Karen is making ham sandwiches for everybody tomorrow. That's what you're having for exactly. craft services. Yes. Uh, Wait, whose wife? Fred. Fred had to make a very disturbing phone he call. Did. Like, Fred's just a stagehand, uh, you know. Honey, honey, how many loaves of bread do we have? <laughs> Fred's just the guy who held the boom mic, you know. Do we have any like fucking mayonnaise or something? <laughs> I mean, how can we make this better? It's gonna be some dry ass sandwiches. <laughs> Gotta have to dip that shit in some. some... Oh, this is getting weird. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Fred. <laughs> he was not putting the credits. Oh. Um, and so I feel like the, the ones that we're debating right now is between Mysterio and Mandarin, the two M's. I, I, um, I'm okay with putting Mysterio down, even though we just talked up why, why he had a really awesome scene. Um, I, I do want the Mandarin to be on the lower end of the spectrum, yeah. though, because honestly, he, he felt washed out and that's because he was he was not the mandarin from the comics yeah. at all which is not a grievous scene a grievous sin unto itself right what is grievous about that is just how flat the character felt once you look at the entire movie as a perspective yeah sure he was like a redeeming and like quote-unquote like repentant father figure who was trying to like get his older children back in action with him you know and we saw some scenery where he was like a good dad because he was teaching his kids to be tough and stuff like that. But then at the end of the day, he was just a convoluted old man who believed a strange prophecy and right. put his whole family through that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The Kung Fu fight scenes were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, but yeah. You're right. The, uh, you know, yeah, the Kung Fu scenes were, were really cool. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I think... I think we had similar feelings in like the finale fight. It, it was what I call MCU itis, mm-hmm. where they where they tried too hard yeah. with that finale fight scene. Yeah, like fucking mm-hmm. vampiric bats and like 
Oh, dragons. Uh, <laughs> dragons, literally. Yeah. And, and then, like, he and his son, who, who was not that character's son, by the way, yes. had, a, had a fight where who could control more rings, like who mm-hmm. could out-Sonic yeah. each other, you know? And, and the thing is, like, they, they, they cut up the plot lines used for that movie and pasted them together in such a way that we could still see the edges. Mm-hmm. We could still see where the story, as we as fans who know these stories, who know Shang-Chi, who know the Mandarin, and who they really are versus what we got, we could see, like, the glued and taped up edges yeah. between all these snippets. And so that's where I, that's why I felt he should be 14. I'll, by default, put him to 13, but he's still on the lower end of that spectrum. No, I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I'm completely fine with that. Cool. Um, and, you know, I will say this. I mean, so, and, and I, I would never be able to answer this question yeah. because we'll never know, but I wonder if if we had never gotten a Mandarin in any Marvel movie, period, yeah. until Shang-Chi, would he be even this high on the list? Because a lot of his factor for me comes from the fact that, oh, thank goodness, this is undoing the atrocity right. that was Iron Man 3. Yeah. And they gave him one line in one scene <laughs> yeah. to denote the other one. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm grateful that's there. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and honestly, I, I can see why that puts him at, at, at potentially 13. Ah, in my mind, these two are interchangeable. Like they kind of are, they, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I can go either way. Yeah, because at least Mysterio had a fun, good speech and a pretty awesome fight scene. And yeah, that, that's why I'm kind of like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll do Mandarin fourteen then, and Mysterio thirteen. Boom! It is written, and so we have proceeded. Um. The two M's holding each other steady <laughs> right in the middle of this whole fucking yes. thing. Yes. Battling it out to see who. <laughs> right. We yeah. come back 15 minutes later. <laughs> right. So Abomination's fucking 12. <laughs> okay. Mandarin can suck dick at right. 14. Or uh, the 15. Yeah, yeah. So anyways. Abomination's trying to. What do you mean 12? He's trying to win the whole thing. Exactly. Abomination's <laughs> like, man, fuck these double digits. Right. I'm trying to go to one. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah yeah he's trying to he's trying to out Thanos like everybody <laughs> right uh, all right see. so we are now by default at twelve yes yes so Here. we have left uh, Red Skull Justin Hammer and uh, what the fuck else did we say Scarlet Witch no, no I said uh, Scarlet yeah Witch. and I said I said Winter Soldier yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay yeah. I, I can agree with that Winter Soldier yeah. Um, okay. I, I can, I can buy that. Um, so between those three, ah. So for me, it's, it's going to come down to Justin Hammer and Red Skull. Yeah, same here. I was just yeah. thinking, I, I, I couldn't decide how to decide between the two. They're so um, fucking different. They are. <laughs> I, I, okay. If we're basing this, we can't base it purely off of enjoyment. Right. Because then the, the list becomes untrustworthy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, admittedly, at that, at that argument, even though I enjoyed Justin Hammer more, I would argue that Red, Red Skull, Skull was a better villain. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you, Red Skull was 100% the better villain. Yeah. 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 Uh, he was actually a threat. Uh, he was menacing. I mean, 
he had the goddamn cosmic cue for fuck's sake, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, Justin Hammer. He was German. Yeah, he was. Yeah. What more? What more do you need? <laughs> uh, I mean, fuck. Put him in a Die Hard movie. <laughs> Justin Hammer could barely build a functioning robot. He, he built a robot that twisted that crippled a man. <laughs> that pilot lived, by the way. Did he? He is an intensive kid. Oh. All right. Yeah, I, that was easy. Yeah, so Justin Hammer. And, like, yeah, there's probably people out there wondering how or why did Justin Hammer make it this far down the list? Let me tell you. Justin Hammer is, hands down, the most enjoyable part of Iron Man 2. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Oh, uh, you like the bird? You like the bird? Oh, you, you know what? We like the bird now? Yeah. Okay, well, fuck it. We're taking the bird. <laughs> you know what? Take, take the bird. bird. Take his shoes too. Yeah. Take his shoes too. I feel like they probably improv that shit. <laughs> but they took his shoes. They took his shoes. Like they actually said, "All right, <laughs> took the shoes right off of Will Blash's feet." Mickey Rourke wanted those shoes. Right. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, you know he he was such a a fun villain because his whole angle was it. He may have started like the fake hate train before social media started the fake hate train. You know, like like fake hate was like, man, you know, like man, that's a pretty nice jacket you got there. You know, for a knockoff, that's not bad, man. I like that a lot. Right. That's fake hate. Yeah. We all know what fake hate is. Mm -hmm. Justin Hammer has so much has so much hate for Tony Stark, but it, it was that fake shit. Mm -hmm. Like he would pretend that you know that they're buddies, that they're friends. Yeah. Tony saw right through it. Oh yeah. But Justin would never, you know, he'd never let that front down, you know. So it was always just that that fake ass love. Yeah. But it was thinly veiled hate. Oh yeah. You know, and, and it made him so much fun. Uh, but at the end of the day, if he wanted to be higher on the list, he should have had like a a legit mean streak that that would come through every once right. in a while. Right. Exactly. Like like something yeah. that shows us that. Maybe he's not on edge, mm -hmm. but that he's capable. That is, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that would have sold, yeah. And it, and also, yeah. if you had even just one one invention that was threatening, right? Because because remember, he had what was the thing the the ex wife the, the ex wife missile? yeah yeah that turned out to be a dud. It turned out to be a fucking waste of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like your tech doesn't work. Yeah. Tony doesn't take you seriously. You know, yeah. you, you, you got bossed around by Whiplash. He took your tech and made it better mm -hmm. and made it into a, a functioning suit for himself. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Um, everything good about this character comes from Sam Rockwell. Yeah. 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 Sam's amazing. He's great, man. Yeah, um, so, yeah uh, we said that. So, yeah, number 11 would be Red Skull. Yeah. And I guess by default, that puts Warner Soldier at 10. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'm happy he's top 10. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like as far as like Red Skull goes, man, like he, um, Hugo Weaving, even though reportedly he didn't like, you know, working on on the set, yeah. he never once phoned it in, right? And, and kudos to him for that. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, but imagine if you were the guy who's like, all right, sit in the fucking makeup chair for eight hours. That's we got to right. paint on the red face. Yeah, we got to put the prosthetics like on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know how much prosthetics it would take to make it look like you don't have a nose? 
That's a lot of prosthetics. They're going to contour the fuck out of your nose, right. man. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, and you know what? Like, uh, I, I've grown to, like, I don't think that uh, Captain America 1 is like this phenomenal movie, but I've grown to appreciate it more over the years. Uh, I forget the name of the man who directed it, but he directed the movie uh, The Rocketeer, which if you watch it, it feels just like this movie. And uh, The Rocketeer is, you know, kind of also a movie about, you know, I think it also has a comic book. It's, it's an old school story um, that they adapt into a movie. Um, but it has like a certain charm to it. And I'm like, this works really well for The Rocketeer. And I can see why they got that same guy to do, uh, you know, Cap 1, because this is a movie that's set mostly in the 1940s. You know, and the Rocketeers also has that's the same old school setting, but that that old school charm and heart and aesthetic to it. Nice. So I asked, I, I I do get it, and uh, cool. But yeah, it's like as far as the Red Skull goes, man. Yeah, uh, they they brought in all the important components of Red Skull, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the issue is that one, we don't get a whole lot of him and Steve Rogers. You know, really. yeah, not not particularly right. Like they, they don't really interact a whole lot. Uh, they get one decent fight scene, and Red Skull is defeated not by Steve Rogers, but by the goddamn Cosmic Cube. Yeah, uh, or the the Tesseract. That's the movie calls it. Shoot, he wasn't even defeated. He was teleported off. Yeah, and turned into like <laughs> a gatekeeper. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So fuck the Tesseract. Who yeah. wants that thing? Right. Um, Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he was still really menacing. Uh, he threatened to take over the world, and I mean, goddamn, anyone who's evil enough to take Hitler's spot is uh, pretty damn vile. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, eleven is a good spot for the Red Skull. Yeah. Uh, and as far as Winter Soldier goes, man, we already talked about him a little bit earlier, but I mean, goddamn, what a uh, what a tremendous villain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. He was menacing. He was a surprise. He yeah. came out of nowhere, and he was mysterious. All in one go for the right. first like third of the movie. Yeah, you're just like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. I mean, the nerds all knew. Yeah. We all fucking knew. Yeah. But watching the movie, it was so fun to experience. Like Cap and and fucking um uh, I was about to say Scarlett Johansson. Excuse me, Black Widow. Yeah, and even uh their new friend uh fucking Sam. Uh, Sam was yeah, just Sam like, Wilson. Yeah, who is this guy? What the fuck's going on? And then, like, the iconic scene. I, I always think of, like, when I think of Winter Soldier, the iconic first fight between them. Oh, yeah. Where, like, Cap is, like, doing his damage, just keeping up. He throws the mm-hmm. shield. Turn, catch. Right. He said, fuck your Frisbee. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Excellent, man. It was yeah, just some iconic stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a reason why people still talk about Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. yeah. That put the Russos on the Marvel map. It did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it really did. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, not mad at him being number 10 at all. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so now we're doing the uh, next set of uh, a five. So, okay. So, yeah, okay. nine through five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, let's see here. This is, uh, man, yeah. It's getting a little toasty in here now. It is.
All right. So, man, yeah, um, I'm looking at, like, the remaining eight that we have here. And, yeah, this is uh, – mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I think I got – I'm sorry. Did I say anything? I thought you did. Nope. Okay. I, I I had and then I lost and now I'm coming back. Okay. I think I'm good to go. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. I uh. Okay. I, I I have mine as well. Okay. Um. I went last time. You go. Okay. Okay. I have Scarlet Witch. Check. Green Goblin. Uh, I have Ultron. Check. I have uh, Vulture. Check. And I have Obadiah Stane. Motherfucker. How dare you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was I was over here sweating, man, because I was like, if we, if, if there's a lot, a lot of disagreements on this one, we're going to have a long night here. Cause Why the fuck is Obadiah saying, like, middle tier for you? What? <laughs> he should be top tier, bro. He, Tony Stark built this <laughs> with a box of scraps. Yeah, I know. Yes. That's, that's, that's an iconic okay. line, okay. an so, iconic uh, moment. Allow yes. me to define and, yes. and to uh, make, uh, make this less confusing. So yes. I chose literally almost exactly the same. I chose Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. Green Goblin. Uh, Vulture, right. Ultron, mm-hmm. Loki. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Obadiah killed it for me first. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to defend him and okay. say that he belongs in top three. Okay. Because he was the one who set it all off. He began. He had to be a good villain because if he wasn't, Iron Man would have been a more boring movie. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges really did a good job on that. Not only was he enjoyable, sure, we quote that awesome cave line so often right. that it deserved a fucking callback <laughs> in its own franchise. But Jeff Bridges was the definition of a great villain. He was the guy who said, hey, I'm buddy-buddy with you. I live with you. I am such a complacent friend that I come into your house without knocking. I yep. bring you free pizza. We, we jabber and we we fuck around and talk and joke like we're best friends. But then at the end of the day, bitch, I'm in this for myself. Yeah. I'm going to sell your weapons under you and make a dime. Even when you get off your fucking rocker based off of a muffled up experience. And I'm going to keep making that madass like wartime money. What the fuck are you doing? Tony Stark making fucking baby bottles or some shit, you know? Yeah, he he was superb. And then he was the first guy who pulled off the the classic uh I'm you but better villain. You yep. know, where yep. he he did the Tony Stark Iron Man suit. But guess what? He didn't have to get like a fucking gunshot to the chest to do so. Right. Yeah, he just had a bigger <laughs> suit where he sat inside of it and he wasn't the actual suit. Yeah. Know? Um yeah, dude. I, I got to give it to Jeff Bridges all day, dude. Obadiah. Yeah. Fuck o- Loki. Obadiah Stane is fantastic. Loki's yeah. a better villain. He is not. <laughs> he is not, you son of a bitch. See, I, I, I feel like there's a little bit of, of recent Loki that's lurking in right now. And that Loki for this episode does not exist. The Loki I'm referring to is Loki from Thor 1 and Avengers 1. 
the villain Loki. I so you he, can't. He was better in those. You can't. He wasn't just better. He was fucking gold in those. <laughs> He was fucking outstanding in those Everything movies. Everything he does at this point has been so agreeable <laughs> and so friendly. And now I'm just like, how dare you not put Obadiah in top three? You know I love Obi. Yes. You know I love Obi. Then put him in top three, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Obi's definitely. Make Loki four. <laughs> Obi's in top four. I give you that. But top three? Brother. Brother, brother. Mm. I'm just saying, like. Mm. Who did they bring back to be the villain for Avengers 1? Was it Obi or was it Loki? No, they killed Obi. Yep, they killed him, right? Yeah. They can bring people back. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Loki had the easy yeah. thing going for him where he's the god of chaos, where mm-hmm. he's always able to trick people regarding the is he, is he not dead shtick. And that's cool, mm-hmm. but nah, man. Obadiah State was the money, dude. He was better. He. What did, okay. he, what did he do better than Loki? If you can tell me that, then I'll concede. He was menacing. Yes. Yeah, he yes. was menacing. No, Loki, I, Loki I, was I would, fucking menacing. I would dare Loki you Loki had to. a scepter where he said, hey, send help. And then he summoned a space army. He wasn't menacing. The army was menacing. I, I, think, I think you need to go back and rewatch Thor 1, my friend. He was fucking amazing. No, he, I'm not saying he wasn't amazing. <laughs> I'm saying he wasn't menacing. And, and, then, and then, so even then, like... As far as Obi being menacing, he was, as a matter of fact, he tried to do a little bit of the, of the Loki playbook. He was charming up until the twist. Oh, where I, don't give me where, that. He, he, he was. He made the fucking playbook. Loki did the Obi playbook. Oh, no, no. Loki did the Loki. <laughs> Obi, Obi did the, Obi did the, 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 the old man businessman technique here. What Loki did, man, if you look at Tom Hilderson's fucking performance as Loki in phase one. That shit is unparalleled. I'll never forget watching Thor 1, the one I've seen the most, thank fucking goodness. Uh, but watching Thor 1, there's a scene between Chris Hemsworth, who was excellent back then, Anthony Hopkins, and Tom Hiddleston. It's a scene between the three of them, and it's, it's a very fucking powerful scene. And even though Loki in this scene... Tom Hiddleston plays it perfectly. He has very little dialogue as as Odin and Thor are arguing back and forth. And then you have Loki, the way that he plays it so subtly, he's sitting there trying to look like an innocent bystander, but the, the subtle eye work of Tom Hiddleston tells you that, yeah, I fucking perp- uh, perpetrated all of this shit. Fucking fantastic. When he goes down to visit his brother on Earth, as Thor is looking all destitute Loki is pretending that, oh, brother, this is so sad, but, you know, father's dead, and I'm the ruler of Asgard now. I know this is unfortunate. And then he tries to lift the hammer when no one's looking, and he can't fucking budge, and he gets upset. At the end of the movie, when Thor is finally penitent, and he's finally realizing the error of his ways, he's looking at the destroyer armor, talking to his brother. Loki's sitting on the throne, listening to his brother plead his case. And what's he do? He has to destroy your armor, fucking kick the holy ever-living shit out of Thor just to get him out of the fucking way. I don't care about your change, brother. I don't care about your penitence. I care about being the fucking ruler of Asgard. And then the most epic scene he had, this is all just in Thor 1. He haven't even got to Avengers. The most epic scene he has in Thor 1 is when he breaks down to his father about him not really being Odin's son. Yeah, that was a good scene. 
I mean, man, this was such a great villain. He did it all without having to get that physical with Thor. I, I will say, and fuck you, but uh, I, will say, <laughs> I will say fuck you. Yes, you um, will. Loki did have a really good motivation, and that is, is fuck you. I'm going to sit here and keep drinking my root beer silently. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, I can concede to that because I... Admittedly, I just don't like Loki. And and a lot of that, sure, might be in part due to the more new stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be so stubborn as to say it doesn't leak over for me some. Because new stuff, he's yeah. not capable of doing what he did in, in Thor 1 oh, yeah. or Avengers, sure. Yeah. But looking back at that Loki, recollecting on those memories, um, that that sells it a little bit better. Um, Obadiah is still better, but but that is something I will concede on for the sake of this. Uh, it makes me think maybe death is uh, is better because had Obi lived and they used him today, who's to uh, say they how it fucked him up? Yeah, yeah, they would have fucked him up. They would have made him some other bit, you know? Right. Um, they would have done a dumbass scene probably where he's in a cave trying to build some shit. And it's like, no, <laughs> oh, you, you can't recycle the line like that. Yeah, that's they, not how They recycled how it, it perfectly once, never again. Right. Um, he did, Loki really did have good motivation. The, the, you lied to me my whole life. All I know is lies. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the master of lying. Yep. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking Obadiah is better, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, okay. Obadiah is fucking four. All right. Obadiah, Obadiah is four. Is fucking we, we, four. I will agree with you there. We will fucking make Obi right. four. Yeah, fucking four. All right. Goddamn right. <laughs> go to bed. Don't go oh. to bed. We need to do nine through eight. Yeah. Or nine yeah. through fucking the rest. Yep. Yeah, nine through. Yeah. Wait. Four. We need to come up with the extra villain, then, don't we? Yeah, what yeah. the hell? We're missing Because, one. yeah, uh, Nine, yeah, we eight, did seven. five. And we're supposed to do six, then, I guess. Oh. Well, there you go. Obadiah and Loki. Fuck. <laughs> there, there we go. We were going nine to four. Yeah. That was easy. Yep. So, yeah, so the top. So, yeah, we should have three. Yep. Loki would be one of the top three. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so, then open so, eyes four, and then we're doing five, six, seven, eight, nine. That by default for me, th- yeah, because you're right. Loki has to be one of the top three. That's what I was thinking. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So by default, then that for me would put Ultron in this, in nine through four. Yeah, yeah. You already said that though. I. Yeah, yeah. You because we said everything the same except but, uh, one I, name. But we only named uh, we only named five. We only named five. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. Ultron was one I did not. Also yeah, named. no, you named him. Did I? Yeah, you did. Okay. You said Scarlet, Green, oh, okay. uh, Vulture, Ultron, and then, you know, you said Obadiah. Yep. The burp was uh, what we edited in, folks, uh, after the episode, because I called Quentin a bitch again. <laughs> uh, so we decided to be cleaner and edited. I, I, I would just burp in that moment instead of calling Q a bitch. But you just called me a bitch again twice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Genius. Oh. Brilliant. All right. Uh, so, yeah. We, we got 
those five locked and loaded. We we have a, a surprise six because we suck at math. We yeah, absolutely um, suck at math. We absolutely cannot do math. We no. need a mathematician. Math here. is hard. Math is bullshit <laughs> and hard. Um, math is hard shit. Hard shit and so, hardship. Nine eight seven six five. Obadiah. Um, would it be start at nine and break the way down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but nine, whomever that's going to be, eight, seven, six, and then five, and then four is Obadiah because because we yeah. decided yeah. that so early on. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, now now's the the hard part of um. Who's nine? Um. Uh, I will um. I'll go ahead and say Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. That's easy. Because I was already trying to put her in fucking tens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that, that sells itself. Yeah. Do you spell Scarlet with two T's or one T? I, I'm, I'm going one T this time. It's one of those things where, like, you read it so much, you think you remember, but I, I think it's just one. At least I'm going to write it down as one. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm boldly doing the same. Fuck it. Yep. Uh, number eight. Oh boy, let's see. Um, uh, I think for number eight, I uh, would actually have to say, and this is hard, but Green Goblin. Yeah, dude, same. Yeah, okay. That, and see, we agree again. Hey, now we can yeah. get fucking peaceful. <laughs> Although, okay, we, we can't just brisk by these. Yeah, we so can't. Green, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, holy fuck. Willem Dafoe yeah. murdered that role. He did so good. I'm trying to think. So, so far, yeah, he's the best villain to phase four, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because the other villains in phase four, Icarus, Mandarin, Taskmaster. I, th- I think he's the last phase four to he's make the last, it this yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. He, he is. Yeah, he, he literally beat out all the other ones. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And Scarlet um, Witch is phase four as well, right? Yep. She almost did. Almost, yeah. And Winter Soldier, we said, is phase two. Yep. Uh, Red Skull was phase one. Correct. Justin Hammer was phase one. Yep. Mysterio was phase three. Okay. Cool. I I, I think we agreed because we put Mysterio and Vulture in the same phase. So. Okay. They're both phase three. How is that possible? Oh no, there's only two movies apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we confusing ourselves, bro. Oh yeah, well, there's so many goddamn movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I really like what they did with Green Goblin. Where it was like yeah. a crazy old man hobo case of amnesia. <laughs> or, or was it though? It's like because we true. we don't even know when the Goblin persona took over. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the really cool part about it, you know. We don't know when Norman is actually like scared and, and doesn't know what's going on, yeah. and when the Goblin is just acting, right? You know, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the brilliance of it. And I always go back, man, to that scene, the elongated spider scent scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fucking amazing. I uh, really love that scene when when Peter is walking around the penthouse and his spider sense is just going off, and the camera is in front. Of uh of a Peter as he's walking through the through the condo, trying to figure out why his spider sense is pinging so damn hard, mm-hmm. and he can't figure it out. And then he whips Norman, he rubs uh, he, uh wh- yeah whips Norman's hand like to the to the wall, 
and you see that fucking smile yeah. come on his face. Oh, Peter, Peter, Peter. Uh, fucking goosebumps, man. So good. And Willem Dafoe <laughs> was the only person allowed to yeah. play that role. Dude. Yeah. He did it so well previously with Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. and he had to come back with Tom. Yeah. It had to happen. Yeah. And I mean, like... And it paid off. It paid off big time. Yeah. What they're, like, you know, Spider-Man 1 came out in the year 2001 or 2002. Mm. Like, yeah, 2002. And it's like, literally, 20 years later, you know, what they're able to do now, you know, in terms of, like, the physicality and the fight scenes. Yeah. So fucking visceral. Dude. And it just... Willem Dafoe suplexed a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I never saw him do that in the other movie. Yeah. But in this movie... He suplexed Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit him with the spine buster and the power bomb and just, yeah, fucked his whole shit up. I mean, and it was great because, like, just the, the anger of Peter, you know, uh, it just, how fantastic was this? This was, um, this was like like the perfect portrayal of the Green Goblin, you know, without us getting a, an origin story for him, you yeah. know, just giving us the pure Green Goblin goodness. Uh, this was excellent. And, and again, like you said, Willem Dafoe was just superb. Mm-hmm. Just so menacing. And then also, I'm glad they got rid of the uh, rid of the helmet, you know? Yeah, that really worked. Yeah. I was worried at first, and then it, it turned the fuck back around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really quick in here, not to, not to waste any time, but uh, the MCU at this point, like, they have a, I'm not going to say an issue, but they have a, a, a problem sometimes with... CGing shit that doesn't need to be CG. Yeah. Like like the goblin's mask was CG. And I'm like, why didn't you just go to the warehouse and grab goblin's mask? Yeah. Uh you know, like uh, in the latest Thor movie, there's there a lot of unnecessary CG, but yeah. like uh See what they don't know is that that mask went missing and William Defoe doesn't know where it went. But Norman Osborne uh, in William Defoe said, You will not tell them where the mask is. It is in your home. <laughs> Yeah. Willem Dafoe looks at it. Yep. Yep. Longingly. Yeah, there's just a, a lot of uh, unnecessarily CG shit that's like, you guys, like, the VFX department is already so stretched out and yeah. thin right now. I'm like, they can be spending that time CGing shit that actually needs to be CG instead of things you can just make props for. Right. You know, yeah. like Thor's helmet. I guess it was cheaper. It's like, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day... I don't know what the justification was, but yeah. yeah. yeah so, all right. Uh, number seven. Um, Loki. Okay, we've been over this. Fuck them. <laughs> so, ah, uh, decidedly, I'm going with the Vulture. Same. He's earned it. He's got fucking seven top tier single digit number. Yeah. Uh, Shithead in the comics, but mm. dude, turned amazing. Dude, turned into such a good villain that we still talk about him. Yeah. As if he was a good guy. We talk about him <laughs> in a relatable, like, we've been there, brother. I know your pain. Right. I don't I don't just feel your pain. I constantly feel your pain because I am a fucking blue-collar or white-collar fucking mm-hmm. worker working under the thumb of another person. Just to put a dime on my table. Just to right. bring bacon home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like somebody, like another corporation coming through and buying out the store you work at mm-hmm. and, and not giving you any kind of recompense for it. You know? Yeah. 
and then telling me it's illegal for me to come to this place yeah. now that yeah. they bought it out. Like, well, no, fuck you. You don't know nothing about this place. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go get me a fucking cool-ass jetpack wingsuit and have a whole new renovated look that was much better yeah. than Old Man McGee in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the way around, man, like his his origin, his motive, you know, everything just worked so much better for uh, Vulture here in the Homecoming movie. Yeah. And he was also the perfect, like, first foe for young Peter, mm-hmm. you know? Where like he was definitely menacing, he was threatening, uh, but he was somebody. It wasn't like Peter was trying to save the world by stopping the vulture. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So it, it never came off like that, which was I thought thought again perfect. Um, but yeah, like so between like his fight scenes, between like his his look and like the way they made him so fucking intimidating when he fucking swooped down on people. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun to watch, man, and um. Yeah, and you know, Michael Keaton obviously killed that role. He really did. Yeah. Dude, and also, just like the scene in the car, mm-hmm. as much fun as it was to witness the whole, like, oh, uh, the, the, the boy dating the daughter under pressure because they're riding the car with dad. Mm-hmm. But then they turned that from, like, a fun scene into an equally threatening scene. Yeah. You know? Now go in there and show my daughter a good time. Right. But not too, too good a time. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... You know what? If and, and this isn't a knock. This is just a small thing here, but it does need to be said sure. that is with that scene as excellent as it is. I'm like, yeah. Peter should definitely be surprised because that's a fucking shock. Yeah, but at no point should you feel threatened. The man has a gun. He doesn't have his suit on right now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm like, you know how many people shoot at you on a daily basis, Peter? Like young Peter. <laughs> You know how I many people shot at young Peter on a daily basis? Like, yeah. we see people shooting at him, you know, early in the movie. And I'm like, it's, 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 yeah. Well, young Peter, who's not used to this caliber of surprise. And so it threw him off. Not that he did anything wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but still, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Especially young enough Peter, who's still, like, blinded by, like, his emotion. Who's with the chick that he's had a crush on for so long, you know? And it's like, oh. If I attack her dad, she might not like me anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying that like he should that he could fucking pumble. I mean, he could, but I'm saying that like there's no reason for him to feel necessarily threatened in that moment when you right. realize just some old guy with a gun right now. Uh. Like, he ain't even got the shit that can hurt you right now. Right. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah, man. Vulture was excellent though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, at this point, it really sells itself. Um, wait. Who the fuck else do I have? What the hell? Huh. I'm missing a slot, I think. Yeah. Oh, you know, we talked about this after the podcast yesterday, uh, or last week. Huh. And that is, there's 29 movies, but only 28 villains. Did everyone just get bumped up a rank? Everyone got bumped up a rank. Because I think we choked the bottom oh, with Abomination. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Double check. Double Let's check. Let's double check here. Iron Man 1. Uh, yeah, Justin Hammer and... Yeah, no. Uh, Ob- Obadiah. Yeah, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, just Obadiah Stane. 
Um, the Rightful Three, you're right. Number uh, Iron Man 2. I'm not going to name all the movies. That's dumb. That's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude. I, I guess you're right. I can't mm-hmm. think of one. Yeah, because, yeah, there should have only been eight left. After we did Winter Soldier, there should have only been eight left. Eight? No, that's I mean, really uh, different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean Vulture. Yeah, Winter Soldier should have been number nine. Uh, Scarlet Witch should have been number eight. Goblin number seven. Vulture so number no, six. Ghost should have been number fucking 28 then. Yeah, Ghost should have been 28. Yeah. Bro, I wrote the shit in pen, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking A. All right, Dan. Okay, well. That's right. You know what? I'm going to keep writing it out and just write it clean on the other side. Fuck it. There we go. All right, damn it. Anyways. Anyways. So. Um, the, the fucking. Uh, the true number five, then. Uh, I guess. Actually, I got an easy guess for that one. Uh, I think we're both going to say Ultron, my friend. Yep. Yeah. Which, dude. Even though he was severely nerfed, which is something that still bugs me to this day, personally. Mm. Like, let a villain shine, you know? Even though at that point, our, our Avengers were not ready for that level of threat. Yeah. Um, dude. What a great, great villain. Great all around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, the fucking Pinocchio scene was such a creative and such a way haunting even to bring and introduce him in in the midst of their own fucking home as are joshing and goofing around playing with the hammer who can who can't move it chris moved it a little bit and then uh out walks this abomination this fucking frankenstonian Mm -hmm. hodgepodge just mess of joint and wire and machinery that Barely glitches with life, just presuming to, to philosophize with these Avengers. Like, there are no strings on me, and it's so like so fucking cool. It's like if you if you just oppose that with the party scene, where for the first time ever we get to see the Avengers with their hair down, yeah. having fun. You know, they're not saving the world; they're just having fun. And then, like you said, we get the scene when they all try to lift Mjolnir, no one can do it, and. Like you said, uh, you know, Cap, you know, maybe kind of nudges at some. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then after that, they're all just sitting around having a good time. And, and you know, uh, Thor says, well, the answer is simple. None of you are worthy. And then, yeah, comes the shambling remains of, of a fucking Iron Man by yeah. who goes worthy. None of you are worthy. I mean, it's just the perfect. So good. Yeah. Such a good setup for that, dude. Yeah. Um, and remind me of that actor's name, James. James Spader. Yes, yeah. fucking. Dude, Robert California <laughs> was the man for that shit. Robert California. Yes. His plot is the only thing that holds him from being a top-tier villain. I need... He, he, he has a shambles of a body mm-hmm. who then gets a better body who then says, okay, to really dominate, I need an adamantium, like, fucking... Mithril grade body, <laughs> right, right. I need yeah, like uh, something more synthesized. And you know, to the movie's credit, um, they they did try to play really close to the comic books. Uh, I mean, to the fact where you could argue they replaced 
you know, the role of uh, Wasp with that of Black Widow, who we kidnapped in the movie. Um, you know, they had him create a uh, vision in hopes of creating like the, the, the perfect body for himself. Yeah. And oopsie daisy, accidentally created an Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one that killed him technically in the movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, we talked about this, you know, before, but it was too much for one movie. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, this was, <laughs> on an off note, this was the last time that we saw the Hulk proper. Um, so his send off was that awesome fight scene he had against the Hulk poster. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, like, uh, so sad. yeah, it is. We haven't seen the Hulk since 2015. <laughs> and shit don't even get his own movie. Yeah. 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 No, I think they were like, there's rumors about it now, but I'm like, who wants to see this version of the Hulk do anything? You know, I'm- professor Hulk was cool for one movie. And I, I don't really need to say There's a reason why. I don't agree with that. <laughs> like, I'm I mean, he was my hand silently, but then it's like, why they, am I silent? They, they had to, you know, uh, come up with a reason for his existence. And, uh, you know, yeah, it uh, didn't, didn't quite work. Fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. But Ultron, you know, what's interesting about Ultron is that uh, you were right. He had to be nerfed. The interesting dilemma with Ultron is that you have to remember, this character was created in, I think, like, the, the late 60s. Mm-hmm. There was no internet back then, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, as soon as, like, the internet age came about, you can just picture comic book writers being like, what the fuck do we do with Ultron? Know, right? <laughs> it's like, well, Ultron just outpowered Thanos for a minute. Uh, sorry, Jim. Right. Yeah. This thing who can already take over, you know, computerized technology now has access to all the information, mm-hmm. all the nuclear devices, all the satellites. Oh, I'm sorry. And Reddit just became a thing. He did what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, James Spader, his performance, man, was just um, so good. Mm-hmm. So good in this movie. And yeah, you know, um, you're right. They did have to find a way to nerf him because it's like. How do you, like, you can destroy his shell, sure, but Ultron still exists. Right. You Just know. because you break your cell phone doesn't mean cell signals died. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, congrats. You broke one overpriced fucking unit. Mm-hmm. Good luck destroying enough cell towers to actually kill cell phones. It, it, yeah. It's kind of like breaking your phone and being like, yes, now my dick picture gone. <laughs> like... Got some bad news for you, right. pal. My metaphor is already good enough. <laughs> Homies, I want you to know that was Q's fault. Sitting over oh. here talking about dick pics. <laughs> no Q. No, none of the homies want to buy your dick pics. Oh, you don't know that. Go to OnlyFans.com bachelor superhero <laughs> home. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, shit. It's just you posing naked with, like, different superhero sheets. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. These are the X-Men sheets. Yep, striking different poses every time. Wow. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, James Spader killed it as Ultron. Uh, I think that's a well-deserved spot yeah. at number five. Um, yeah, so with that being said, then, uh, yeah. Four for uh, uh, Loki was what we t- talked about. I'm afraid not. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid not, but uh, that's, a good, that's a good guess, though. So... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, actually, I'm sorry. I actually literally started writing down uh, Loki. My bad. Obadiah. Yep. So now we have the top three, uh, which should be, you know, fairly simple. There's only three names left. Yep. And one of them we've already decided. So yeah, at number it's, three. Uh, it's pronounced, uh, fuck you, Loki. Uh, I believe it's Thanos. just Loki. See, that's how you know Loki's a really good villain because Kevin hates him for a shoot. All right, look at yourself, bitch. <laughs> I like the other two a lot, okay? You know what? This is no longer fun. I'm going to bed. I lied. This is still fun. Uh, but yes, it does make the top three much more accessible and much easily, mm-hmm. uh, much more easily defined. Uh, obviously, big guess, big surprise. Loki, Killmonger, Thanos. Yep. Easy. Mm-hmm. Didn't need even two breaths to say all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting that, so no, technically, I was going to say the top three were the, was the easiest, but technically the top three was the hardest because we had to have the OB Loki debate. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually like the, the most like powered debate, the most energized Mm -hmm. debate throughout the whole list. Um, number three is Loki. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Okay. Wrote it down. Now here's the next hardest part. Who's who's number two and who's number one between Killmonger and Thanos? Uh, Thanos is number one. Hmm. He was number one. I mean, dude, I got I gotta admit, yeah. Um, it's hard because mm-hmm. a part of my brain actually wanted to give it to Killmonger, but I, I don't know, man. Thanos, you're right. It's like Marvel knew that the big baddie wrapping up phases ones, twos, and three story had to be resounding success. Yep. Yeah. I mean, think about the anticipation at the yes. end. At the end of Avengers one in 2012. 90% of the people in the theater were asking, who's the big purple guy in the chair? Yeah. And you fast forward to 2018, you know, six years later, and the whole world is lining up to see this guy. Um, I mean, that's just amazing. Yes. And here's how good of a villain Killmonger is. You know, he's so he's such a good villain that I have to have eye-rolling debates with people sometimes. About the fact that no, no, Killmonger is not actually the hero of Black Panther Two. He's a villain, you know. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's how good he is, you know, because uh, a lot of good villains have very compelling arguments, and mm-hmm. you know, as we've discussed before, because we talk about you know what it means to be a villain and hero quite often, but it's not the motive sometimes that makes you a villain. It's how you come about doing said motive that makes you a villain. You know, mm-hmm. case in point, Magneto is not a villain for wanting to free mutant kind and have them free from the tyranny of mankind. Right. He is a villain if he says, if that means I have to destroy all humans, then yes, I'll do so. Oh, okay. See, the motive there, Magneto, is where, it's where you lose people. Um, the and motive it, or the method? The method, yeah. yeah the yeah, method yeah, is where yeah. you lose people there, Magneto. And uh, the same thing can be said for Killmonger, you know? Mm-hmm. Um he was right in chastising T'Challa and Wakanda for, you know, their lack of involvement uh, throughout 
uh, U.S. history, especially, you know, their, their involvement or lack of involvement with black people in the U.S. Like, there is so much bullshit that the black community, you know, has to endure, and Wakanda just stayed silent and quiet. Killmonger was correct on that front. Mm-hmm. Uh, where maybe he was not correct was using Wakanda's technology, influence, and power to uh, completely overthrow, like, the American government and killing whoever steps in his way. That's right. the part that makes you uh, a villain there, Killmonger. I mean, hell, even the way that he went about becoming ruler of Wakanda was legal. It was the, yeah, it was the way, it, yeah. It was aggressive, but it was literally their tradition. Right. Yes. Uh, trial by combat mm-hmm. uh, by the fucking waterfall. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, so, I mean, Killmonger was excellent. And Malcolm B. Jordan, man, like. So good. Oh, yeah. Holy hell, dude. Yeah. So good. Yeah, he was, uh, I mean, yeah, like, and, and he, you know, standing next to Chadwick Boseman, uh, it's hard enough to even, you know, take take a scene from Chadwick Boseman, but he held his own, like, every time they were on screen together, and that was really saying something. So, yeah, he was a really compelling villain who had a really compelling motive, and, um, you know, if I had to say this, man, like, uh, if, if there was a reason why, he, for me, he'd probably take number two, uh, MCU-itis, again. Like, that, uh, that, that last fight scene didn't really do it for me. You know, it was okay. It was, uh, you know, some unfinished CG work that was done. Right, And, right, and, and also... Right. It, it was a rinse repeat. It of, was. All right, I'm you, but better with the gold Panthers. That's what I was going to say, like, yeah. we don't... There's no reason for him to also have a suit. Like I, no. I get it. Like you're ruler of Wakanda, but do we really need him to wear his own panther you, suit? You got all those kill bumps without a <laughs> without suit. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just get a really good Wakandan gun. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, that it would, part was. It would un- take much less time. Right. Yeah. So that part was a little, you know, unnecessary for me. I liked his death though, and his ending monologue. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Eric Killmonger, number two. Yeah, dude, and Thanos, number one. We we did it. Yeah. That we did, man. Thanos is number one. Thanos is number one. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, like, what can be said about Thanos that, you know, people, that, we haven't already yeah, said. that we haven't already said and that people don't already know? Josh Brolin did a great job. He really did. Yeah. And um, and Josh Brolin arguably had one of the hardest jobs as a villain because of the mocap. You know, he was really concerned that, because, you know, like, I'm sure you've seen, like, behind-the-scenes footage of him. Hmm. And you know how, like, he's wearing, like, the the, 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 the mocap suit. Yeah. And he has, like, the, uh, the head mount on, right? And the head mount has, like, a, uh, a visor that's, kind of a few inches out in front of you that has yeah. cameras pointing at your face and those cameras are supposed to pick up the movements of your face so that they can replicate it right. for the CG. And, you know, Josh Brolin, he was really concerned about that because he didn't know how hard he needed to, you know, physically act with his face in order for the sensor to pick it up. Right. So it's like, do I, do I play the role like I would if my physical body was Thanos or do I do it, you know, kind of, overacting some to make sure that, you know, my facial accents are going to be properly translated. 
you know, and so that was kind of a struggle for him. But uh, he he did a great job with it, especially once he realized that okay, these sensors, these cameras, they're actually really good, and yeah. and so like they they picked them up quite perfectly. And you can see like the like the little things that Thanos does. That's all Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, they they picked the perfect villain to cap out phase phases one through three. You know, um, you you have Thanos who wants to bring balance. He has his own twisted sense of morality here, and uh, you know, again, what he wants to do, you know, which is to make sure that there's enough resources for people. Uh, you know, all throughout the universe, that's very noble. There's, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with your motive. Again, it's your method, Thanos. It's your method that we have a problem right. with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, I just love how they so perfectly encapsulated him from the comic books, like from his. And a lot of people don't think that he was because there's no Lady Death. Listen, before there was Lady Death involvement, Thanos was pointing out to people like Silver Surfer the imbalance of resources on planets and how if there was a decimation of sorts, that shit could fix it. Mm -hmm. You know, he was pointing that out before he was trying to clap Lady Death's cheeks, you know, like, so that's something very important that people need to remember as well. He didn't, he didn't do it simply for Lady Death. He did it because they shared a similar thought. Right. Um, But yeah, uh, Thanos has definitely got to be number one, man. Um, Without but, argument, yeah. Yeah. So there we have it. Uh, 29 movies and 28 villains. Uh, very, very fun list to put together here. I do wonder where Namor would theoretically land on this list. He better be top fucking 10. He better fucking be, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Namor, son. I'm telling you. Um... Yeah, man, Black Panther 2, uh, one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about this definitely when we uh, do our trailer breakdown for uh, for Black Panther 2. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that my faith in Black Panther 2, if I'm being honest, is solely coming from Ryan Coogler being the director. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have all the faith in Ryan Coogler, um, and, and Marvel really is in a hard place right now. Like, even though I think that the right call is to recast T'Challa, you guys opened up the fucking multiverse, and you don't want to get another T'Challa. Like, I think that's kind of bullshit. Um, but I understand, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy whichever way you go. So. Right. Uh, not an easy decision, and I don't envy Marvel for having to make this decision. However, I, I think they're making the wrong one. With that being said, uh, Shuri had better be the next Black Panther. Anyone else is unacceptable. Right. Um. Yeah, man, so I guess uh, one more time uh, for all the homies here uh, to get a, a true blue clear list. Yeah. Of, let's, uh, let's do it uh, from the top. We'll take it from the top here. Top. At number 28... We have Ghost. Number 27, Yon-Rog. Number 26, Icarus. Number 25, Taskmaster. Number 24, Yellow Jacket. Number 23, Malkith. Number 22, Aldrich Killian. Number 21, Cassilius. Number 20, Hela. Number 19, Zemo. 
Number 18, Whiplash. Number 17, Ronan the Accuser. Number 16, Ego the Living Planet. Number 15, Gore the God Butcher. Number 14, Abomination. Number 13, Mandarin. Number 12, Mysterio. Number 11, Justin Hammer. Number 10, Red Skull. Number 9, Winter Soldier. Number 8, Scarlet Witch. Number 7, Green Goblin. Number 6, Vulture. Number 5, Ultron. Number 4, Obadiah Stane. Number 3, Loki. Number 2, Eric Killmonger. And number 1, Thanos. (laughs) And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the superhero homie rankings for the MCU villains so far. Phases 1 through 4. So far. Yep. <laughs> as, as now we are stepping into the doorways of phase five and six. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, so this is a really fun list to put together here. And it's really interesting here that, uh, you know, kind of sitting down over these past two episodes and thinking about where each of these villains will land and how, uh, you know, how maybe certain villains are... Better than what, you, you know, you maybe thought or maybe even worse than what you originally thought. Yeah. Uh, it's always kind of fun sitting down and being like, you know what? No, this villain would actually go here for such and such reasons. It is. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, with that being said, I think that, you know, with with our top 10, I think our top 10 is hard to argue against. I mean, hell, I think our, our bottom 10 are hard to argue against. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, but I think that they're probably be more people who would disagree with our bottom 10 than our top 10. Um, see our bottom 10. Probably. Just just by default, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Whiplash, Zemo, Hela, Cassilius, Aldrich, Killian, Malkith, Yellowjacket, Taskmaster, Icarus. Really? Could they, though? I, I, I don't... Th- it's, it's hard I, to... Yeah. yeah, like, once I read it out loud, yeah. I'm like, no! Uh, I think a lot of people will cap for Zemo and Hela. Um, really? I think so. Because TV show maybe or, or, or yeah well with, with Zemo yeah it, it doesn't be the TV show but you know like I said last week there's people who like Zemo in the Civil War movie I don't yeah they think he's useful uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> wow that's that's a lie um, but yeah it's it is hard to argue yeah, the more I look at that bottom ten list they yeah. they're all kind of pretty trash yeah um, the only thing that people are gonna argue with is why we didn't put Abomination higher. That's right. Yeah. Why well, wasn't Abomination number one? Dude, he fought. He was <laughs> he about to be like fucking 18 or some shit, and he became number 14. By right. Yeah. Yeah, he jumped some ranks. He did. Yeah. You know, it's funny, man. It's like there's an improportionate list of, you know, villains uh-huh. to heroes, but I'm like, if we did like a ranking of like the heroes, like I think st- statistically speaking, he ranks higher than the Hulk in the MCU. <laughs> Statistically speaking, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, fun stuff. Sad. Fun, fun stuff. Kevin, you got anything else before we wrap this one up? I cannot wait to do this episode again in a couple of years. Uh, many yeah. years once yeah. we have phase five and six more under wraps. It is ironic that we do this episode months before we get Namor and Kang the Conqueror. Yep. <laughs> we might have to have like a, a cold intro where we actually like Insert them yeah. and wedge them in appropriately right. so you have an even 30. Yep. Yeah. Or best case scenario, mm-hmm. 
they become the new one and two in like the perfect world. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yep. You actually kind of go back to the storytelling. Yeah. 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 Well, homies, that would be all for this one. Thank you guys for joining us on this ride here and for putting up with our math or lack thereof. No. Math is hard. Math is hard. Yeah. I, I don't like mathing. Fuck. But. But hey, uh, thank you guys for joining us anyway. This has been a lot of fun for us. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed that as well. 29 movies, 28 villains. What the fuck? Right. Ugh. But that will be all for now. Kevin is tired. I am. And uh, we're going to wrap this one up. So thank you guys. We will see you again. But until next time, my name is Superhero Homie Q. And I am Superhero Homie Kevin. <laughs>